0: TNTM The Show presents Talk Nerdy Me Podcast with your host, Pablo Gunner, and-, and the Ambassador. My child is here too, and she is destroying stuff. The Shelvinator. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, Shelby Cat. And so she'll be in the background, or... I've been gone all day. uh, So the Shelby cat misses me and wants to spend time with me because we went to go see Shang-Chi. And what is it called? The Legend of the Ten Rings? Yeah, The Legend
1: of the Ten Rings.
0: So that's what we're going to cover as well as Long Halloween. Batman Long Halloween parts 1 and 2 that are on HBO Max. Um, Some other movies, of course, shows. We haven't talked about Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki. uh, So we'll talk about that. Titans... Um, you've seen Doom Patrol, I've seen, uh, some Star Wars Vision stuff, so I'll go into that, I've uh, been playing, um, played a little Journey, this guy's still hooked on Yakuza Zero, so I'm still obsessed with KD's even though I'm slowly moving on, slowly, and then, uh, you know, just, I've been trying some other games to knock off some games off my list from the PS3 era, so that I can just unplug and put away my PS3, so I... And you know it goes in the the vault or whatever you know, along with these systems that are in here. You know, yeah, so yeah, uh, it's a little tough for me to get rid of the PS3
1: because uh, my PS3 is a brick. It's uh, one of the OG ones. So what it can do is play uh, PS2 games.
0: Oh, okay. So yeah, that it's one's nice having the PS2 games. in.
1: And what's really nice is. If I want to play, like, an old game from the Xbox or PS2 era, if you do the Xbox, it doesn't look as good. It's because the Xbox was equipped to be able to do higher resolution. Okay. PS2 games are not. Uh Uh-huh. And when the PS3... And you can have the PS3 run in, like, the old format. And so you run the PS3 in the old format on the PS2 the games are going to look a lot better than they would on the Xbox because they're at a lower resolution.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I I am also trying to knock off Xbox 360 games off my list, but because the Xbox One is backwards compatible, most of the games, with the exception of like Kinect games and then, you know, other ones that are probably not as as popular, you know, aren't on there. So, that's fine. But yeah, so we saw Shang-Chi. You had already seen it, right? Yeah. Uh, so you, me, and Marvin Goof went to go see it, and he would seen it as well. I didn't know that you guys had seen it before. I, I mean, he told me the other night, but I didn't know that you had seen it. Yeah. And so, you guys are going around seeing it, and, uh, and I haven't.
1: Yep. The uh, original place I saw it threw me off. Because, you know, what, you know what they had on there? Huh. Pick up the tickets and everything, and then suddenly... What? There's a bar in this movie theater? Oh, no way. Yeah, not like Flick's Brew House, like a straight-up full bar, and you can go order your drink there, and then take it to the movie you're watching. Oh, nice. It's Cinemark, actually. That's oh, what no threw way. me off, because it's something we're familiar here with in New Mexico, yet... There's a bar. Didn't do any drinks, but it was cool. To see. Where was that? Little Rock, Arkansas.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, cool. So, yeah, we just went to Century Rio 24. My my home base is a uh, premiere in Rio Rancho. That's where I wanted to go see it, but they only had one showing, and it was like 9 o'clock at night. So I was like, okay, I guess we're going to Century Rio 24. Because the wife was like, well, can you go see it earlier in the day so that you're not, like, gone all night? Because she likes to spend the nights with me, you know? Um, But, uh, well, because once we put the baby, then it's our, we can watch, you know, violent stuff. The stuff that she can't watch, right? The boys. Um, Yeah, well, we've already seen that, but that not specific. But, like, Midnight Mass, you know, is, is the main one. Which isn't it's more talking it's like more adult themes than it is but sometimes there's like blood and and gore and stuff but anyways uh that that's we'll get more into that later so the so yeah but shang chi i hadn't seen it went to go see it they have the nice comfy seats there uh like some other theaters i i hadn't been in that theater in so long i didn't even realize that so so it was nice and uh it was it was really good. I feel like I probably could have waited cuz it's coming out soon, right? Like isn't it coming out November 12th or 8th or something like that? Yeah,
1: to Disney Plus. To Disney
0: Plus. I I'm, I'm to be honest, I'm disappointed it wasn't on <coughs> Disney Plus premiere because I would have bought it for sure. I would have seen it before any of you guys probably because that's what I've been doing this whole time is that if there's a movie, like I saw Black Widow that way, I saw Cruella that way. Um, so I would have knocked it out. But they didn't. And it was weird because there was controversy with this. Because I think even like one of the Disney execs was like, Yeah, this is an experiment you know, to see if it can work out in the theater without having it on Disney Plus Premiere. Because we saw Black Widow did pretty well. Uh, but of course that went south as well because there was... Because when that movie was made, I don't know. I don't think they weren't planning on putting it on Disney Plus premiere because, it, for one, it wasn't a thing yet, and then COVID happened. So it was like they would have had to rework her whole contract, and they didn't know how much money that 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 movie was gonna make on Disney Plus premiere. So it's like, how do you work it into a contract when you don't know the variables? But it became a thing. Uh, they could have come up with some amount before that hand, you know. Yeah, they were... Some projection. They were hoping that she was going to be like everyone else. And not care. And not care. And not pay attention. But
1: because she stood up... Right. She actually got her deal. Yeah. They never went to trial, but... They In arbitration, there was a settlement done and an agreement they were both happy with. Right,
0: that works for me. So... So, even though that bothered me and I finally got the opportunity, especially because my wife and I were working opposite shifts, or, um, yeah, because she was working my days off and then I work her days off, there wasn't an opportunity where I could go to the theater with our kiddo, and because she's so small, I'm like, I don't think she would sit through that movie, actually, I don't know if she she could sit through any movie that long, Um, because it's like 2 hours and 12 minutes. And it's entertaining for me, but I don't know if it would be entertaining for her, you know. And it is violent. I I don't feel like it, it's like overly violent, you know. I mean, it's she's got
1: the Disney rules, so you're not gonna see any. Crazy. Yeah,
0: I mean, she has hit me with books and things and dropped stuff on my head and my throat and hurt me pretty bad. So I'm like, I, I you know, I think we're pretty safe. But anyways, movie was really solid. I I was saying from the beginning. That if this is a Marvel movie with some Kung Fu instead of a Kung Fu movie with Marvel elements, I'm not gonna like it. And I feel like they found like a good middle ground where you're like, this still feels like a Marvel movie, but it still is totally a Kung Fu movie. Cause like, oh my gosh, there was so much fighting in there and it was so good. And it doesn't, I don't feel like it wastes much time either. And it wasn't what I expected. There was a lot of stuff in that movie that I didn't expect uh i don't know if i should spoil it or not but there's mythical creatures in this movie that i didn't expect to see in that movie and i and even then when they show when when they show up they're not your basic they're not your basic uh mythical creatures right like and and they're not like the basic abilities or powers or whatever of those creatures when you see them either, you know? So it was uh so it was cool. I I liked it, I like the story, I like the way it was done because it wasn't done I like when they don't do things linearly, so it was kind of like sort of in a sit like kind of anime style, you know, like we go and then like boom, flashback, you know, and then we go, and then another flashback, you know. And so they kind of have that going on, and that was really neat, and and it was it made for, for different storytelling that I feel fits more the area, you know, because it is Chinese, right? Yeah. So, uh, I like how they did do justice to Mandarin. Uh the, they did justice to Mandarin, and they backtracked or backpedaled or or um, well, basically, if you've seen the.
1: Marvel one-shot with about the Mandarin. Yeah. It pretty much tells you what happened to Trevor after that.
0: Right. And that reveals this and stuff. And so it's... uh. But they do justice. Like, they say, hey, he found the Ten Rings in, like, some tomb somewhere. They think he might have been, like, alien tech or something like that that crash-landed. Something around that area, which is more legit to the actual true origins of Mandarin. And that was really cool. He didn't play heavily on that, which also kind of made me forget that that's who he was during the movie, right? Now, they po- they didn't bring it up and kind of poke fun at it, you know, and stuff, but I, I thought that de- that just made it even better. And like I said, I feel like I probably could have waited, but it was still pretty solid. I'm At the same time, I am glad that I saw it in theaters because it was like something I had been gone from for so long because of COVID and the kiddo. That I was like, wow, I have this sound, you know, and these comfy chairs and, you know, just like the whole gravitas of it, you know, um, of, you know, reaching in between a man's pants to get some kernels, you know, and and stuff. Like, you miss that experience uh, when... It's and just he, different. You usually don't even home. get popcorn in a yeah.
1: movie, but because it's been so long, it's like, right. I want to do popcorn because I haven't experienced it.
0: Right, let's get those fingers buttery and greasy, you know, and everything like that. It was a good time. And then we went to go eat and stuff and BS some more with... Uh, with Marvin Goof. With Marvin Goof, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, maybe we, could, we, we definitely should play some D&D with him. Have him over over here uh so we can nerd out about that stuff but so yeah so i i it's you definitely have to see it and 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 then there are multiple clips too you know marvel doing their thing where now they kind of do like a funny after credits clip and then they do like a more serious one at the very very end that makes you wait wait all the end until the end and i'm wondering too like what What that means. What both of them mean. Because the teasers... I I personally think it's going to lead into uh, Multiverse of Madness. Because it seemed like it was... Why would they have that character twice in the movie... And not... Have it not tied into the magic movie. Right? Is my thought process. But they could go alien... They could go an alien way instead. Which could be like Secret Invasion or... Uh, something like that. Now, I don't think they will. I think they're gonna keep Shang-Chi top tier. Not to say that movies are the bottom tier, but, uh, I just think that he's gonna be more... We'll see if he's part of, like, the New Avengers or whatever they're gonna do next. I think it's gonna be a while before we see another Avengers team, and it's probably gonna be called the New Avengers. Uh, Uh, what's basically gonna
1: probably happen is we're either gonna get the Thunderbolts to show up or Dark Avengers. Yeah. And, uh the new Avengers team's going to be a reaction to that team, Right, basically. yeah. Because that team's... A lot of the members there are going to probably eventually join whatever the new Avengers team is. Right. All oh, Others won't. Because basically they're going to be thinking they're doing well when there's going to be some dark twist to it.
0: Which is funny because I think initially they were like, hey, let's have Captain Marvel lead this new... The next... Avengers team. And then recently they put something out where they're like uh the new Captain America is going to be the new leader of the team. And it's like I think they're doing that for multiple reasons. For one, people don't really like Captain Marvel that much. Like from what I've the from what I've received from not just Endgame, but also what the what if episodes they don't really care for her appearances or her, like, and I think it's also comes into Brie Allerson's, uh, Brie Larson's attitude. Like, her her attitude, she's just, she's not a humble person. I'll just say that. Yeah. And so, and I, and I know, I mean, really, RDJ wasn't that humble, but that guy's wasn't that, he wasn't that what the way she is. You know what I mean? Well, like,
1: rdj kind of had like a respect for the medium that he was in yeah that's the difference she brags but she doesn't actually like bring any thing forth with it
0: so yeah um, rdj
1: at least is willing to admit
0: yeah i'm
1: not super familiar with marvel comics i know the characters but that's about it yeah
0: and he's had his humbled uh time but anyways um yeah so it's just interesting that they've gone that way i think that's a smarter way you know to just venture through that kind of issue which is hey you can have her there but we don't want her as the main character you know or as the leader well people
1: dislike her so much She's not even gonna be the main character in her new movie. <laughs> That—that's the truth. Like, the reason why they're bringing all these other characters in, they want people that they want characters that people
0: want to like. see. Yes. Well, because how you're bringing. I want to see Spectrum. You know, yeah. I want to see Miss Marvel. And I think what I, are they even calling it Captain Marvel too? Or are they just calling it the Marvels? It's like the Marvels. Yeah. Like or- they're
1: even trying to like erase the captain marvel name from it (laughs) so
0: uh yeah any so yeah it's it's just uh but going back i i I really like the movie i i think it's definitely when it comes out on the stream it's without a doubt a strong stream i would say what would you say about theaters though i'd say it's a strong buy it's worth the theater
1: experience to see it
0: yeah okay i mean i liked it It, it's Uh, it's it was it was nice seeing it i felt like i needed to it was definitely better than black widow i don't know if you've seen black widow
1: yeah i've seen that
0: but uh definitely better than black widow all right
1: yeah definitely better than black widow i would say out of all the movies that have come out either you want to for the theater experience you either want to see nobody the suicide squad or Chang chi so far yeah um there could be other ones I could be mistaken of that are yet to come. But so far, those would be the ultimate ones to see for now.
0: Yeah. So, another thing that we both watched recently, and it just came out for HBO Max I, it, recently. I Yeah. Uh, for October, I think they did this on purpose where they're like, Hey, it's October. It's called, it's Batman, The Long Halloween. This is October, Halloween month. Boom. And because I was holding out for... I didn't know it was coming to HBO Max. I didn't know either. I had checked a few weeks before. Yeah.
1: And I was like, okay, I guess I'm going to Plex this one. Yeah. But then it, like, came out. I was like, okay, that's way easier to watch. And uh, because it's HBO Max, if I'm watching in the living room, I can watch it and have all the sound effects be there. Because when you watch on Plex or something, you lose the... Sound quality. Oh
0: really? Okay. Yeah, I I watched it work, and I was kind of distracted because I was watching it on a computer screen, and then there's like a another big screen that they were watching something else on, and stuff. So that was. So at the beginning, I couldn't I couldn't get a good feel for it, but uh, so for me, it took a little while to pick up, but once it hit its stride it did not stop and it made me just remember how good the book was and 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 honestly i feel like that's what these animated movies should do which is drive you to the book they should make you go man go read the book again because it's so good because there's not everything is in there right but a lot of it is and the art style i feel like was pretty much cut out of the book. It's ins- it felt like a motion comic almost, but better, yeah. right? It was like kind of like the motion
1: comic feel but better cuz it was actual like full-blown animation.
0: Oh yeah, the the fight scenes and stuff were just like any of it like starting the chase scene with Catwoman and Batman was like so great. And it was I always love kind of that like early on Batman that's like he has he either doesn't have much experience as Batman yet, or he just has some experience, you know? I always love that because he's not like, I'm the master at everything at this point, and no one can beat me type situation. It's, he still has things to learn, like Gordon teaching him detective work, you know? Hey, you still got some stuff to learn, especially, even he even says, I didn't think I would have to become a detective to do this. I thought I just had to fight guys, you know? And... That was oh man, it's just it written. That's what it becomes. It becomes a hardcore detective mystery thriller piece that leads you this way and leads you that way, and and this and that on like who this main suspect is. And even when you think they found, you're like it's still not, and you're like oh man, it's 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 so well done. It's so perfect. I think like the way that it it's done. I don't know. I really thought they did a
1: great job with Catwoman in there. Uh-huh. And like her kind of relationship with Batman or her Selina Kyle with Bruce was all really done well. And it really helped add to the story. It wasn't like one of those stories where it's there, but it's awkward. It's like, no, it's there and it's useful. And the whole time you're trying to figure out what does Catwoman ...have to do with this, because Catwoman helps, but there's usually something in it for her when she helps. Right. And this one, it was really odd, because you couldn't figure it out, because there was nothing financially great about what she was doing. She was probably just making it worse for herself, to be honest. Yeah. From that point of view, but she had her motives. Right. And it makes
0: sense when you realize her origin and who she is. Okay, and that that's, where, that's where in the books there's more. So, if, like even me, I watched it and I was like, I feel like there's more to this relationship that we're not getting in the movie that I would like, and that's what the books are perfect for. Yeah, if you like
1: uh, Catwoman, you want to read Long Halloween and then uh, One in Rome. And what, you, what did you say, Dark Victory? And then Dark Victory, I hope they do a Dark Victory movie. Because that's the actual direct sequel to Long Halloween is Dark Victory. Oh, okay. And it's the same creative team that did Long Halloween that did Dark Victory. Who's
0: it, Tim Sale and uh, the other guy?
1: Yeah, it's I'm
0: trying to think of... Where they work together as a team a lot. And they yeah, do they're, they're like
1: an iconic duo. Yeah. They've done mostly DC, but they've done some Marvel as well together. Uh-huh. Like, they did, I think they did, like, a Captain America one together with uh, Bucky and Cap.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: That wasn't too, that was good, too. Oh, there was the
0: Daredevil Yellow, I think Yeah, they did did
1: Daredevil Yellow. And that one was pretty top-notch. Spider-Man
0: Blue. Yes, yeah. But they... were it was always
1: colors, it seemed like. It was always colors, but this one wasn't, well, yeah, this one was just dark. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's the best way to put it, and they this one was so well liked they did dark victory and that is an excellent read if you ever want to learn more about this uh world and uh basically the dark knight movie is based off of long halloween and dark victory heavily
0: yeah so it it's phenomenal it's superb i love it like go go watch it or go read the book or both you know before or after it really doesn't matter cuz you're going to enjoy both uh for similar reasons of course the the book will always have more so and that's the reason to always read the books
1: i feel the art style is very similar oh yeah
0: yeah and the voicing was done pretty well like i didn't expect jensen ackles right from supernatural to be a pretty solid uh batman but like i said he's a younger batman so it, it ended up working and and did a solid job. Like, I will say though that I do prefer my Batman to have more of a gruff voice when he is in the bat suit than when he's not. Right? Like, yeah, I like the there to be a voice difference, and that's one thing that like over time people have connected that dot and been like, yeah, that makes sense that there should be a difference in in Bruce's voice and Batman's voice. Yeah, Conroy was probably the first one to really do it. Yeah, so
1: because he was always more like softer tone with Bruce and then got all rough when he was Batman.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think What's-His-Name took it to an extreme, though. Um... Uh, Bell, yeah. Yeah.
1: But he takes just any role he has to the extreme. <laughs> if you really want to see it, uh, there's like uh, the Dick Cheney movie he did, and then another crazy one he did was <laughs> Ford versus Ferrari. Oh, yeah. Ford versus Ferrari, his character was something else altogether. Yeah. Like, if you saw that movie and then watched the Batman you're like, is that really the same guy?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. So, that's another one. Long Halloween is another one where it's definitely a strong stream, without a doubt. It's perfect for Halloween. I feel like there's not a lot of Halloween elements necessarily, but it, it just, it's Batman. And there's all those crazy characters. So, it works. It is perfect. And uh, it's so well done. It is two parts. But it doesn't feel that long. I think they're like an hour and a half each, about. Yeah. Maybe a little bit less. 125, the first one, 127, second one. Something like that. And, uh, yeah, it's it's definitely worth watching, without a doubt, for sure. So, definitely check it out. There's a scene after the
1: credits on the second one.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't even, uh, I didn't follow, I didn't check
1: that yeah, out. Yeah, with DC Animated, you any of the newer ones, you always want to see after the credits. Okay. They okay. always got something. Sometimes it hints towards future projects and sometimes they're just there to be fun.
0: Yeah. All right, cool. Which um you watched Well, I watched some of it as well at work, so I it was caught it off and on, but uh nobody
1: Yeah, nobody. That that's a great movie. Uh, if you're a Breaking Bad fan or a Butter Call Saul fan, the actor who plays uh, Saul Goodman,
0: or a John Wick fan probably, because I think a lot of that creative team was yeah. part of this production, right? Yeah. The producer and the
1: director for the first John Wick movie was on this team too. I
0: think some of the fight choreography as well, maybe yeah. because he said he was doing he was training like the same, you know. And it does look like it too yeah it's it's so cool to
1: watch and uh having uh Bob I can never think of his Odenkirk Odenkirk I can never say his last name properly but he he really kills it and then they they just had some like top notch side character actors in there too that you don't expect like they had the actor who played doc from back to the future oh yes dad. and believe me. If you haven't seen the whole movie, you get to see more of him later on, and it's worth it.
0: Yeah, yeah, I saw, I and, saw.
1: And then there's his adopted brother as well. He he's a he's a he's
0: something else as well. So, but yeah, it was there was a lot of action and stuff. It was to me, it was it, it played out different than I expected it was, and that's the thing is that watching it, of course, all the old men love watching stuff like this, and maybe. I should include myself in this at, at this point, which is, you know, you have kids, you know, and stuff, and then you're like, ah, you know, can I still do it? the stuff that I did when I was younger? And that's kind of what it is, is this old man just totally whooping butt. And the fact that it's Bob Odenkirk and he looks the way he looks too <laughs> makes it, like, kind of more... It's a little bit harder to believe as well as, like, I don't know. It's, it's just, it makes it more appealing i guess sort of too so that's you know he's just i won't say he doesn't hate his life because he what it was is he was a killer an auditor and then he was like i'm gonna live a normal life but he kind of hates his life right like he's kind of like yeah well i tried it and i don't like not being me like that was me you know And so him being him again is like it feels good to him to return to that person.
1: Yeah, I think one of the best parts is they kind of make fun of John Wick in this movie. And it's a great throwback. Because, you know, John Wick got in because of his dog. He got in because of some other reason. And then you find out later, oops,
0: yeah, wasn't it.
1: Right. (laughs) And the soundtrack to Nobody is outstanding. It, it's interesting it's still like in the genre of John Wick but it's definitely like not lighter i would say but definitely has some more comedic parts in it than John Wick did
0: so yeah it's it's pretty crazy it's pretty wild it's a wild ride it's a pretty good time it's a, you know it's a solid uh action flick i'd say it's a strong buy so uh i think it's definitely worth checking out so i don't think it's on stream for anything though is it
1: Um, it's not on stream but you can like buy it on Blu-ray or Voodoo or you you, just buy
0: it I think yeah you can Amazon Prime I'm sure or whatever or Amazon yeah
1: yeah whatever service you use to buy your movies
0: yeah because no one buys physical anymore it's pretty crazy
1: yeah or if you go buy it physical you can get the code to redeem it oh okay
0: yeah you can do that too
1: that's what I ended up doing I I liked the movie so much that I actually like uh, saw it in the drive-in, and then right when it came out, I was like, "I gotta have this!" Yeah, and bought it. Okay, cool. Originally, what they tried to do unfortunately didn't work. Uh, When the movie came out here in Albuquerque, Bob Odenkirk was actually in Albuquerque. Oh no way! And so they tried to do like a facebook slash twitter campaign to try to get his attention to have him show up for the premiere in albuquerque Uh uh-huh but then like some state mandates happened and so they couldn't show the movie and it ended up getting delayed quite a bit in New mexico uh so it ended up not working out but they were trying to get bob to show up for the premiere oh okay it's a shame that he didn't get to, they didn't get to get that worked out. Yeah, because that would have been cool going to see a movie and seeing the star of the movie there.
0: Yeah, that would be really cool. Because
1: he was in the city at the time that it premiered.
0: I'm surprised he doesn't do like comedy in town when he's in town for filming for Breaking Bad because he's a big comedy guy. You yeah, know?
1: I never knew that till I looked more into him. It's interesting because his characters are usually not like on the comedic end he's usually more on the serious end with his characters yeah and even in nobody it's a has its funny moments but Bob plays it serious That just seems to be his thing and it works really well for him In everything that he does
0: yeah yeah for sure even in
1: Incredibles 2 he was serious in that one too who is he in that? the the brother there there was the villain and that was the sister and then there's the brother
0: I don't even remember that movie that well honestly yeah
1: but he, he, if you if you watch it he, he's like the one that's trying to bring like superheroes back Oh, okay not not the one that's trying to do it to try to get revenge on them but the actual genuine guy Mm-hmm. that's naive yeah if you listen to his voice you can tell it's
0: him. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, I watched I, I watched a lot of stuff last month because last month was uh, Latinx month. Um, a lot of people don't like that, but I just say it as a joke because uh, I think it sounds funny. But it, Hispanic Heritage Month. I watched tons of Hispanic Heritage Month stuff. So I watched um, uh, this thing called Blue Miracle, and it's about this orphanage um joins this guy to for fishing so they can get money to help like rebuild their orphanage and stuff it's a really heartfelt movie it's really solid i I also watched uh john leguizamo's what is it uh history latin history for morons or something like that and that was i liked it a lot of the guys at work didn't like it but that's also because they're dolts um so in fact i i said i was like yeah this is for you guys because you don't because you're all morons um (laughs) i was like this is the name of it because this is what you guys should be watching but it was phenomenal like and he got awards for it too it's essentially a one-man show and they filmed it uh it's on netflix and it's this this history about uh essentially like natives and and just you know uh latin american people and stuff like that and the americ and you know like native americans like just and stuff and it's really really good like it, it's really it was really enlightening and stuff and really cool and really interesting and it's a really that's another one that it, it had a lot of heart in it and stuff and that was absolutely phenomenal Watched some comedians too like there's some mexican comedian uh we watched so what's his name uh Esparza i think and he is a riot. And uh, and yeah, so uh, all that stuff's on, on Netflix. But yeah. Um, but uh, we have not talked about Falcon and Winter Soldier. What did you think of that?
1: Well, despite all the cringeworthy parts in there, it was a really good show. Like what? The blip. Every time I hear the blip. Oh, I, I cringe. Well,
0: that's in everything that they mention the blip or show the blip in. They even had that in Shang Chi, yeah, where they had it in the background, and I was like, I roll my eyes every time I see it or hear it. I'm like, oh my gosh, that's such a why did you they come up with such a stupid name for it? They couldn't call it the disappearance. They couldn't call it the snap. They couldn't call it the. The happening, because the snapping was the joke one of it, but it's like, well, if people didn't know about the snap or the snapping, the happening, the disappearance, you know, the occurrence, you know, like literally any, uh, there's such an amalgam of other words that you could have used other than the blip. And I feel like they used it as a joke in the Spider-Man movie. And I don't know why they've stuck with it because it's such a stupid use. Like, if you used it as a joke, that's fine to do it one time because it's supposed to be a funny movie because it's Spider-Man. But it was so dumb, even in that movie and ever since. Well, I mean,
1: for Spider-Man, the one thing I want from a Spider-Man movie that we haven't gotten is, why can't we have Spider-Man in New York City? (laughs) (laughs) I, that's asking too much I know yeah he's you gonna know. be
0: in literally everything else in the next in No Way Home he probably still won't be in New York City if he's in it, it won't be his yeah uh,
1: no. <laughs> because Andrew Garfield told McGuire it was nice it's like okay cool we get to see them in New York City in their own using thing. their buildings yeah but when we saw him in D.C. well bits and pieces of New York but not really yeah even all the New York stuff he was on a ferry, it's like come on we just want to see him go through build
0: web sling using built tall buildings yeah I thought the third one was going to be he's in Africa against Craven he's going to be swinging off trees um, yeah I thought it was going to be that too. which would have been more fitting for him to go with Night Monkey at that point yeah um, but anyways getting back to Falcon and Winter Soldier
1: yeah it, besides that it was uh, really good and like I felt like all the characters were uh, done uh, really well and uh, new Captain America you see in that show the actor did a really good job to get under people's skin
0: Yeah, <laughs> a little too much well actually you know what I don't think the problem is that he did a good job he's supposed to, he that's he's supposed to get under people's skin. But people can't separate reality and art. Like, they can't, like... You know, it doesn't compute in their brains nowadays. I don't know why. I think maybe because you can instantly harass them on Twitter. I don't know how people don't get the connection. Apparently, we just have a lot of morons. So... (laughs) So, yeah... I will say, though, too, like, me personally, my wife and I, we didn't care for, uh, what was in, uh, Carly Morgenthau, and it wasn't, it wasn't, I don't feel like it was, I don't know if it was the writing or the actor, uh, but there was just something about her that just annoyed us immensely, where we are like, we hate this person. I think it was the writing, like... Are we supposed to hate this person that much?
1: I don't. I don't think you were really supposed. To. I thought you were supposed to be able to relate to her. Sympathetic, yeah. But the biggest issue was like, they wrote her to be way too naive. Uh huh. Like, you you, you're trying to have us believe that she, is compl- that naive? It's just not going to, work. And then they try to reiterate it by, saying yeah she was brainwashed, but it's there wasn't really anything to even show why, how she was brainwashed or anything or any conditioning. Like just some person saying, you know, you should keep us up. We got to keep the cause going.
0: Yeah. Uh, I think it's maybe kind of also the idea, too, of them just driving the point home of this is what the super soldier serum does to people is that if you are corrupt in any way, it corrupts you more. Like it just it, it makes you more of what you are. And she already had that in her because by the end she was like, I don't care, I'm doing whatever I want to do, you know? And it just proved like you don't need the super soldier serum to be a hero. In fact, you're probably better off without it. You know? And 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 that's the that's the truth of it, you know, is like that just that whole idea of is like having the power of a God, essentially. That's why we don't have people that have that power, but we have things that have that power, you know, like guns have that power, right? Uh, nukes have that power on a giant, large scale that a God would, you know, like, and that's why that's kind of the same thing is we shouldn't have these things, you know, that can have the power of a god to give and take life so easily like that you know that literally if a child could do it should you have it no you know what i mean um anybody can push a button or pull a trigger uh so it doesn't even take any thought really barely so um i I think it just kind of drives point that point home is just the 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 corruptness and 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 that, that part of it, you know, because how much did Sam try with her? He literally till the end, you know, it's not like Steve with Bucky where that was his best friend who was Carly to Sam, nobody, you know what I mean? And he still wouldn't give up on her, right? Like if anything, she was an adversary and he still wouldn't give up to give up on her. He wasn't the one that took her out in the end you know it was somebody else um, so it was still one of those things where to the end he proves that he deserves the mantle of Captain America that he is the he's the good man yeah you know US agent
1: he basically was being himself yeah it didn't matter if he had serum or not he's still doing his things the only real difference was later in the series was people actually got to see him for who he was Mm -hmm. versus uh, because if you don't see which i don't know why they thought it was a good idea to have a black ops person be captain america (laughs) that's just a terrible idea because black ops are there to do things that other people won't do
0: right well that exactly that goes to to speak on that was his job like why are you gonna have that kind of person do that they don't belong there. Like you train them that way. Now you're putting them in a completely opposite position. They're in the public. You know they went from being top secret to being up front and center. You know it's like that's that's not what he was trained for. You have to be trained in a completely different way for the spotlight. You know. Uh, so it's it's one of those things. Uh, you know that it's like he, at the end he said exactly what was true you know what? I just did what you guys trained me to do. That's it. Yeah. So why am I wrong for doing what you trained me to do? Um, Obviously it was wrong, but you know, that's, that's not the kind of person that you want to put in that position of power because he abused it immediately and all the way through, (laughs) you know? Uh, So, yeah. So, and we'll see where that goes, obviously with, what appears to seem seem the building of either the Thunderbolts or the Dark Avengers. Yeah,
1: it might be Thunderbolts. The only reason why I kind of think that that's a possibility is because of the Black Widow movie. Because why would you bring Ross in if you didn't have to? Because it seems like you're pretty much... bringing someone in who's not even relevant in the mcu anymore yeah just to bring them in
0: well i mean he's been relevant off and on right like he was in the hulk movie and then he was also in civil war right
1: civil war and infinity war
0: so he was in those movies so they it's they keep on plugging him but it is usually for a reason right like he's kind of a plot device is what they use him for um so, because they could've had anyone be chasing
1: her, and it wouldn't matter, right, but they specifically brought him in, yeah, writing wise there's probably a reason for it, yeah,
0: so um yeah i I like it a lot, like it's it is more leaning towards the it is if you've seen the Captain America movies, it is in that vein. So if you like those those movies, definitely go with that. You know, if you don't, if you're not a big fan of those movies, then don't watch it. But I think they're totally, as part of the MCU, I think it's it's perfect and it's great. Like it, it did its own thing and I feel it was more grounded in reality too, more than any of the other ones, obviously. Especially something like Loki, which is literally outside of reality, right? Yeah. Um... So and creates other realities by its end. Um, so yeah, I I and I love that I love that show because it was it was really interesting to see them recreate the growth that he had in the MCU movies in an MCU show.
1: Yeah, and uh, the villain. That was kind of cool how they revealed, I don't think they ever said his name, but I'm pretty sure I know which villain they were referring to. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, there was no chair, but that's the villain.
0: Right, well, the thing is, is that person is not, there's... There's other versions. Because, right, there's other, there's, because of the multiverse, there's different versions. So this version is different from the version that will be in the next uh, he Ant-Man basically, and uh, Wasp movie.
1: Yeah, he basically says, you overthrow me, another one of me is going to take the place. Yeah. That's just how it's going to happen.
0: And that's why when you said the villain, I was like, well, depends on your point of view who the real villain is, right? Because yeah. it could be the other Loki, you know? Yeah. Um the other loki or miss time yeah exactly yeah because some people are like yeah she's the real villain she's terrifying um little creep Uh, but uh yeah it was cool too and i like the mystery too like that one was a good mystery through and through because like you didn't know who this other loki was at first and then even once you did then there was another mystery which was who were the timekeepers. and then once that was revealed then it was like well who's controlling what that was you know right and it was just like there's so much but uh yeah the the legion of loki's i'll call them was it was awesome though like the kid and then the classic
1: yeah. and
0: uh and the alligator one was the alligator so one what was the black guy was he king what was it king loki or what was his and then there was president which was just like regular loki but president i was weird but uh yeah i loved the the costumes in that and the the worlds or the 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 old
1: man one was
0: like that one was my favorite
1: like he was crazy powerful like he was more powerful than he let on yeah like uh the only ones that could really compete against him are either our loki or the female loki yeah
0: yeah it was uh it was good. I enjoyed it. It it wasn't probably uh as fun as like I feel like Loki usually has a lot of fun. And I he had a little bit of fun, but he didn't have as much fun in this as he usually does, you know? Uh because usually he it's everything's not resting on his shoulders. And this was. Well,
1: no, he well, when he wanted to like prove his point, he did have fun yeah. with uh, Owen Wilson's character. Yeah. <laughs> where he's like, yeah, see, this is where she's going to be hiding out. Uh-huh. I can show you why right here. Come, come, let's do this real quick. And the character's like, okay, let's see. Oh, yeah, with uh...
0: with was it Vesuvius or Pompeii? Pompeii, Pompeii. Yes, that was so good. It was it was a very like Doctor Who moment too. It yeah. felt like I really enjoyed that. Where it was like it felt, and that was the, even the whole show kind of felt like kind of Whovian, you know. And I enjoyed that quite a bit. It was it was it was a good time. Uh, I, yeah, that one too. Like if you like Loki, once again, if you like Loki, if you like the Thor movies, I think you're gonna totally dig the the loki show and that's one of the few ones that i think is gonna have i think it's the only one that's gonna have a second season now i've heard there's rumors that uh what's her name may have her own spinoff show um uh the the witch from the from the wandavision
1: oh agatha
0: agatha yeah agatha harkness right yeah um i heard that she's supposed to have a spinoff and i'm wondering if She's gonna have a spin-off that's like WandaVision where it's like she's stuck in a show and it's gonna be different uh different decades or generations of, of uh TV because she is stuck in that, isn't she? Isn't she stuck in like that mentally or something like that, where she's stuck in that world or whatever? Like she stuck her character in that, right? Yeah. So it could be like a sitcom still style. And then she eventually kind of like breaks out or whatever, right? I don't know what they're gonna do with it if they're if if it's even gonna happen. I don't know. Uh, I wouldn't mind seeing more of her, um, but we'll see we'll see how that goes. So yeah, um, what would you say about Loki?
1: I'd say it's a must watch.
0: Yeah, you can't say the same. I don't know if you can say the same about What If because What If is touch and go like. Some episodes are really good. Some are okay. Some are phenomenal. Some are weak. You know, I I think the fam the finale was pretty solid. I enjoyed it uh, quite a bit. It what it really came down to whether or not an episode was good was well obviously the writing, but a big part of it too was the voice acting, which was did they get the original voice actor? If they didn't get the original voice actor did they get somebody to replace them that sounded similar to them? And if they did get somebody that sounded similar to them, did their character act s- or sound similar enough that it was viable? You know what I mean? And that's really what would made it good or not. Right. Cause some of them, like the voice actor did not sound like at all, like the actors. And you're like, this is awful. This doesn't sound like them at all. And then, what would make it worse or better is oh if it did sound like the actor but it was it was it wasn't them and they totally sold the performance but it was but then it would be awful if they didn't sound like them and then they acted completely different or if they even if they did sound like them and then they sound they acted completely different from the characters you know what i mean and i understand it's a what if but at the same time like If you follow the trajectories enough, you go like, oh, well, up to this point, this character was the same, so why are they going to be completely different? You know? Like, why are they going to do a full 360? You know? It doesn't make sense um, for some of the characters. Uh, But, for the most part, it worked.
1: Yeah, I was a little disappointed they couldn't get RDJ
0: back. Well, the the thing is, they got somebody who sounded just like him. There's plenty of people that sound like him. Like, they've done that with other... Animated stuff, so that wasn't a problem. It was the one. It was Scarlett Johansson. The Scarlett Johansson voiceover was the one that was the worst. That did not sound or act like her at all in a lot of the episodes. So that one really threw me off. Um, and then there's just some other ones, some small ones here and there. But yeah, um, other ones I couldn't even tell. So you know, good on them for that. You know, like I said. But yeah. um, And then we've also been watching Titans. I'm up to date on the most recent one, which I think was episode 11. And the ending of that has me terrified for the life of one of the main characters. um, Which there's been a lot of that in this season. Yeah. Because they introduced Tim Drake, they have introduced. Uh, red hood they've introduced i think i want to say for the first time scarecrow which that actor i don't know i feel i feel weird because i understand that what they're going for is that this is like 10 years later or whatever so scarecrow's not gonna look like skinny in his prime you know and he's been in Arkham, so And he's been in Arkham, so he's eating all those carbs that they serve you in prison, you know, and I doubt he's getting a lot of uh just he, he's never really been like a physical guy, so I don't see so I don't see him being the kind of inmate that just works out nonstop, even though there's not much else to do in, in prison. Um so people do it anyways. <laughs> um uh yeah. But uh so yeah, he's not exactly like fit in that show. I will say one thing that kind of has bothered me. I think until recently is they kind of glossed over the Lazarus Pit very quickly. Like it hasn't been a it. Like I I feel like that's a big part of Jason Todd's mental transformation. Is like he's insane because the Lazarus Pit drives you insane.
1: Yeah, and this one I feel like they they have it a little bit differently where. Yeah, the Lazarus Pit put him insane, but he already had issues before that. Yeah. And it just intensified them. Right,
0: right. Uh, I, I just I, I wish they would just kind of bring a little bit more to that. Yeah, and, and and they do bring up those other issues, but I just feel like to be a little more sympathetic towards his character, and maybe that's part of why they've left it in the dark, Is because if it was revealed to everybody that he was brought back through the Lazarus pit. And that's why he's nutty right now that they would go, Oh, maybe we shouldn't be so harsh against him. You know? Yeah. Maybe we shouldn't judge him so harshly. Right. And st- cause they they're blaming it the on H- these, they're blaming it on all these other factors. Yeah. Not take the Hank approach. <laughs> yeah. Where um, he's like, screw this kid. He killed me.
1: I want to get him back. at uh,
0: him. But I think even in the end, he was kind of like, I should have been better to that kid. Yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, but, and then, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see where things go with, with Tim Drake and I'm interested to see where things go with Bruce Wayne as well, because it's very kind of up in the air with him. Well, I feel like they're going to do
1: some way to get like Tim Drake and Bruce together. Well,
0: because right, because Tim Drake came in at a point where he was like, Batman doesn't seem him right his regular self. He Batman always needs a Robin to kind of bring like the lightheartedness to his world. Otherwise he's too dark. And so I think that too is that he's gonna be the light in his world again, uh and he's gonna be the one to maybe bring him back into the cowl, perhaps. And uh, and and kind of maybe redeem him in a sense you know and then maybe the titans will return to their home base or something like that i don't know but uh but it is interesting too to kind of throw them into a new environment because i don't think i've ever seen them in gotham and gotham is messed up it's dark you yeah. know so and it has been dark this whole season and uh it's it's been it's been pretty solid for the most part i i will say uh i've enjoyed it quite a bit yeah. All the
1: stuff they've done with Superboy has been really cool too. Yes, like they really nailed his character well.
0: Oh, uh, I think a lot of the characters they've they've done pretty well.
1: Even the one people criticize, I think they did well. Starfire.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I've liked her. I think, they're, and they're still developing her character. Yeah, as as they're continuing to go, uh, I feel people like people just
1: forget how she was at the beginning, and so they. Don't like seeing Starfire not the way you see her nowadays and everything. Yeah, they forget how she was when she first arrived on Earth.
0: Personally, I am the biggest problem I have with the show is Dick Grayson. Like, I feel like he shows the least growth, and and that holds back kind of the show. Like, I feel like they've just taken aspects of his personality away to the point where it's like, why is he? Trying to fly solo so often. You know? Like, he's never been a fly solo guy much. You know what I mean? Like, at least in this universe, when was he by himself? You know what I mean? So why does he keep on trying to do that in this universe? It doesn't make sense to me. Like, in the comics, you can go, yeah, he was on his own as Nightwing, you know, uh, for a long time. And it's like, okay, that's fine. He hasn't done that in... And this, I guess when he was, uh, you know, when,
1: his, when he was uh, in Detroit, he was on his own as a police so, officer.
0: I guess, I but it. I mean, you still had to work with other people and stuff. So, I, to me, he's always kind of been with someone. Even usually as a detective, it seems like they usually have a partner. You know, um, in
1: the beginning episodes, they showed him always ditching his
0: partner. right, right, right. So. Um, but that's still, But what that's what I'm saying is that he doesn't change. Yeah. Like we're in season three, the season's almost over and he's still doing the same crap. You know what I mean? Um it seems like he just slowly gets better. I I
1: think the main reason why he hasn't changed much was the the his influence for change hasn't been in in most of season three. Uh uh-huh. I feel like the one that really gets him to change most of the time is uh rachel okay i feel you, you may have noticed that too like when he does change it's usually has to do with her right like he's pulling something out of him that he didn't know he had
0: right yeah
1: and since she went to thin mascara, he's kind of like crawled back to his old ways yeah
0: yeah so but Regardless, I, I'm enjoying it. I'm passionate about it, obviously. Yeah.
1: I, I I feel like they've done a really good job with Raven's character throughout the whole series. Yeah. That's probably the one they did the best with was Raven. But even other characters like Beast Boy, I feel like they are doing a good uh, slow build with him.
0: I feel like this third season they're finally doing him justice. Because they've been having him
1: develop gradually. Yeah. It's just gotten a little bit more crazier this season. And I wish they would like uh, kind of expand more on the end of uh, the first season, beginning of the second season. Where he didn't do the tiger. Yeah. The snake. Right. And kind of figure out how he can turn into other things. Uh Uh-huh. Because they haven't really expanded on that yet. Which I feel like kind of needs to start happening because we know he can do it. It's the question is, is he gonna ever address that he can do it?
0: Right. Yeah. Because
1: so now we've he's been told he's turned into a snake, so he must know something.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm interested to see more more of him for sure. Um and I think it's weird too that they released Doom Patrol Before Titans is over. But you had something to say about that. Right? Yeah. I kind of feel.
1: With the way HBO Max is right now. They have a lot of content. So they don't have to worry about spacing it out. It's not like Disney Plus where. Disney Plus. Content wise. Kind of (laughs) sucks. Like they have good shows. But that's it. Like there's not much there unless you like disney movies if you're there for the simpsons well you probably already got pissed off and canceled the service (laughs) and if you're there for some of their other things it's they're just not on the point very well yeah
0: they don't have enough content to like enough new content at least to keep people around so that's why they're spacing it out whereas yeah like you said they don't really need to i mean because In reality, if you like DC, you're going to check out both probably. And so regardless of them, like me personally, I'm not caught up on Doom Patrol. Uh, I I intend to get caught up, but I'm still like stuck on other stuff uh, like Runaways. But I want to finish old stuff before I'm jumping into newer stuff. And so, uh, yeah, that makes sense. So how have you liked Doom Patrol? It's been really
1: good uh, so far. Like, they're basically expanding on the on the second season. I feel like the only thing that's really weird about these DC shows is it seems like they don't do an actual finale on them. Oh, yeah. It seems like you may have noticed that even with Team Titans, for, when first season ends, you don't really get a resolution. Well, you get that in the first episode of the second season
0: yeah that's true
1: Uh, that's kind of how it's always been with yeah titan uh, with uh doom patrol as well right and uh but it was really funny like they did make a joke because uh one of the characters uh the actor they couldn't get him to come back because he was busy with another dc project Uh so they actually joked about it in the show oh okay Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, nobody. Oh, he's busy with Harley Quinn right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> that was their answer. I was like, okay, okay, okay. That's not wrong. He is in. the The actor is actually voices a character in Harley Quinn. Oh, okay. Nice. But they, overall, they're they're doing really good, and they added a. A new character. A few new characters are kind of interesting, too. Oh, really? Trying not to be spoilery on it. (laughs) But definitely, like, some good twists. And you kind of learn more about Niles. Okay. And some of his reasoning on why. And you realize Niles is not that good of a person at all. Yeah. He's a pretty terrible person. But he's also is trying, doing the best. He just he just doesn't have very good ways of doing it. Yeah. And then, of course, Vic is still there. Cyborg's character has been phenomenal in uh, Doom Patrol.
0: I just thought he's such a weird addition to that team. I'm like, why? Like, he's never been part of that team, as far as I know, like that I've read. And to me, it didn't make sense, but it works.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I felt like in order for a, that show to work, you do need him because none of those characters there really like have any type of team mentality or even like superhero plans or hero ideas. Only, right. only one of them even ha- shares an interest in being a hero. <laughs> and that one's even kind of an awkward one. Even, if I even told you the one that it was, you wouldn't believe me. Yeah. But only one of them even flirts with the idea of being a hero. But it, it's, it's a fun, it's definitely a fun uh, show. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely recommend watching it. And you'll see Brendan Fraser in a brand new light.
0: Yeah, that's that's for sure. Like, if you want more Brendan Fraser, boom, you'll get him in Doom Patrol. But yeah, he cusses a lot oh that's a big part of me not watching it is the kiddo and they cuss a lot especially his character yeah his character cusses a lot in later episodes they do
1: more like flashbacks and whatnot or if he if he's in like an alternate reality sometimes he'll be brendan fraser instead of uh, the robot Uh uh-huh and so you kind of get to see more brendan fraser as well okay in that, that crazy whatever that hair was for yeah. a race dr- car driver. Uh-huh. It works, because you're like, yeah, that's something a race car driver
0: would do. Right. Yeah, for sure. Cool. So, uh, I've been watching uh, Star Wars Visions. I'm not caught up, but I have been watching it, and it is like, I think it's just, I don't, I don't think it's in any continuity, because, which is kind of a bummer, because I feel like they could go and, in way in the future or they could go way in the past and they're kind of staying within the confines of what we've already seen and just making up random stories that no, no way can be part of continuity like they're just they, they can't be because it would completely ruin the timelines right that we already have established because of what they mention, but I mean some stuff it seems like it could maybe fit in but for the most part not really. So, but it essentially is just one shot anime Star Wars. But it's awesome. Like it is awesome and it's different styles of anime too. Like there's the most recent one I watched is like a Studio Ghibli style, you know. So you, there's so many different there you know sometimes there's more of like a samurai what was the what was the black samurai Afro samurai afro samurai yeah like there's that style you know like there's different styles of art um, and they're all pretty good and they're all pretty interesting that really kind of builds more on the it builds more on the mythos or ideas of Sith uh, and Jedi as well as um, just more kind of world building you know than anything else. I wish, like, that they would expand on them. But I think right now, like, they're just doing these random things. I mean, maybe second season, they'll kind of do what the what-if does, which is, hey, each episode, they have random episodes, but then in the next season, each episode will coincide with that. You know what I mean? Like, first episode of the first season, first episode of the second season will be its sequel. You know what I mean? Instead of being like, hey, just one entire season of, one storyline you know what i mean that's not what it is but we'll we'll see right now it just seems like it's random wonderful awesome anime uh star wars so yeah
1: yeah what i would love to see but they're never gonna do what star wars is uh they've done it in some of the books they have explained why leia is in the resistance and not in the republic because if you watch, like, Force Awakens, you're like, what's going on here? Why is there a difference between the Resistance and the Republic? hmm Well, there's a whole storyline where Snoke actually outs, gets rid of Leia from the Republic on purpose. And basically, he reveals her father. Oh, okay. And that causes an eruption Especially if you're the new republic and you know, you over who you overthrew, one of the people you overthrew is going to be the leader's dot, is that that person's dot? No, yeah, you're not going to feel uncomfortable with that, right? And so, it would be cool to see more of like the building of the first order and, of course, them destroying. The Republic. Yeah. Because they didn't just destroy the Republic in one single shot. Uh-huh. They did it way before that. Like, their whole plan was they knew Leia in the Republic was too dangerous. And that the Republic would be a threat. If they could kick Leia out and have to have it so the Republic would have to support her secretly... Uh, Because they couldn't support her openly because of the fact that her father was Vader. Yeah. That would be cool to have some type
0: of storyline of that. Right. And kind of makes sense why Luke would disappear as well if that was revealed. Because they could reveal the exact same thing. Oh, what's to stop him from going evil? You know? And being the next Darth Vader. So yeah, that that would be really cool. Uh, You said you've been watching Maid?
1: Yeah. That, that's an interesting uh, one where basically it's about a girl from the South that's white trash and that has a daughter who's trying to get her daughter in a better place and going through all the troubles of doing that because uh, certain types of domestic violence are more important than others in the system's view. Mm-hmm. So someone can mentally damage you, but if they don't lay a finger on you, it's really hard to be able to do anything about it. And this show kind of goes into that kind of details, and it's about someone trying to do better. They don't always succeed, and sometimes they fall back, but that's just how life is. Yeah. So it's definitely a really good show to watch. There have been complaints about it, the, the big complaint I've seen is people who haven't like watched it all the way saying, well this would be good if it was a minority there, but the whole point of the show is the person's supposed to be white trash from the South, because uh, pretty much the way the South has been for over a hundred years is, you got the rich people, you got everyone else. And everyone else is treated like trash. Regardless of their skin color. If they're not an elite, they're treated like trash. Trash. So this kind of goes on that story. and tr- Her trying to live past that.
0: Okay. Yeah, I think I've heard good things about it. Um, I've also heard that as well. Um, yeah. So. Uh, oh! Oh! though i forgot uh, the wife and i have been watching um midnight mass
1: yeah which my, is
0: interesting
1: my wife really likes that you didn't you you didn't watch it with her at all she kind of watched it without me so i didn't have a choice
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah my wife is like i'm waiting for you to watch this okay and i'm like geez, oh i'm like you're not even that you're not even a hardcore nerd like i can watch nerdy stuff without you like There's some stuff. The thing is, like, Star Wars Visions, I've been wanting. I would be caught up with that if I watched it on my own. But it's anime, so I can't watch it without her, you know? It's, like, she likes Star Wars. She's not a hardcore, but, like, she's a hardcore anime person. So it's, like, it blurs those lines for us. But, yeah, we have been watching Midnight Mass. And uh, it's from the same people that made uh, House, uh, what is it, House on Haunted Hill, as well as the sequel to that. Um, Oh, House... On Hill House, Manor. and then Bly
1: Manor. Yes, which the first one was really good, the how how the Bly Manor? No, the Hill House one was yeah. really good, and the Bly Manor one wasn't as good.
0: Uh I like it they're different. Um
1: it, it, it had its moments, but overall it was just the weaker story. It's unfortunate like basically what's things like that basically Netflix said hey make it make it snow again yeah it's like you're not gonna strike lightning twice
0: well and and the thing is that they use a lot of the same cast in the first se- season as the second season uh, in this show they have some actors that are from those shows but only like a few. Not many. And they're not like the basis of the cast. But it's uh essentially this island where it's just an island. Uh, and this is in America. Let's say it's off the northeast coast. And it is essentially just an island of fishermen. Uh, essentially. Not just men. But, you know, like that's what mainly their occupation of what they do on this island. And some creepy stuff starts happening. Like the cats, you know... Start dying and ending up on the beach and stuff, and then like people start getting healed from their ailments, you know. That go to church and stuff, and then they reveal like where this is coming from and and everything like that. And it kind of goes in, and it's perfect with that whole Halloween theme because it kind of goes into I'm I'm gonna say like demons slash vampire area. That's what I'm gonna say. is where it goes like where it kind of it may blur those lines and stuff uh and it's it's pretty interesting what they're doing and i like what they're doing um it is it's it's kind of messed up like i said there can be uh blood and and stuff and it's a really interesting show um and and i like too how they have brought in like politics and religion and god and like once again like mythology like vampires like all these things all these elements into one show um and and have been able to manage them all pretty well and it's it's really interesting we still have a few episodes left we haven't finished it but it's a really solid show so far yeah yeah
1: if you want something for halloween on netflix there's a dracula miniseries on there that's really good
0: oh and uh muppet haunted house or, yeah. or haunted mansion just came out i think so we're gonna be on that yeah real quick yeah did you ever hear about that dracula series? i yet? heard about it in fact uh who was it um moffat wrote it oh really yeah oh no way okay cool yeah one of uh one of the people we had on the podcast um branded tiger she's the one that mentioned it to me yeah
1: it's it's really fun to watch And it really, like, goes into some uh, psychological thing that people can do. I can't really say as much details about it, but it's definitely worth watching. There's going to be no sequel to it. Yeah. Because it's one of those one and done, and it was, that's what it was designed to do. Okay, cool. So no chance of there being a sequel. You just watch, like, the six or eight episodes it is, and you're done
0: yeah it's definitely on my queue like this is the only month that I usually watch like uh, spooky stuff like I've been watching Evil Dead Um, I usually watch uh, Chilling Adventures of Sabrina so I'll try to knock those shows out this month Um, and then maybe that as well because that's already in my list as has been for a while so I'll try to knock it out Um, something that I have knocked out recently is a game called Journey which I think is supposed to be about more the journey than the destination. Right? Yeah, yeah. That's
1: basically it. it. It's a... I don't know what what it is about the game. It just like... It's a very simple, easy game. To finish. To finish. But like... Or even play. Even play. But for some strange reason, you start playing it and you're just like... Like, the story's very vague, too, uh-huh. but you're just, like, sucked into it immediately, and you just want to keep playing until you're done,
0: and then uh, then you want to play again. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I mean, I haven't played again yet, but I want to. There's that drive uh, to play again, but I'm curious because, yeah, it is a short, easy thing, and it's just from the story that I gathered is it seems like there was some war that happened maybe between like technology and some religious sect or something like that. Um, Because it seems like you're kind of like a priest or a nun or some kind of person, a cleric of some kind. And you kind of go around like collecting this energy or something, this I don't know, like, holy aura or whatever it is. And it helps you kind of float and go higher and further and faster, sort of, it seems like. Um, And so, like, you have this scarf and it, like, gets longer the more, like, you collect. But those monsters can attack you and they can strip you of your your power or whatever, Uh, which I didn't know until it happened. And I was like, can I die in this game? I don't know if I can die. I still don't know if I can die. I think they just strip you of your
1: uh, you can't die, but you can be, like, completely stripped.
0: Yeah, you can be car. completely stripped down. So you're just, like... And uh, it starts to, like, there's desert and there's snow. And, like, you're just trekking along. And you can get pushed down and pushed back. And, like... But it, it's not that long. It's short. And you reach your destination. And that's, too, is, like, when you, you'll... you I, I found out because my... The, the game kind of crapped out on me in this part. I was in the snow part of it, and I was almost done, and then I got knocked down, and then like it crapped out on me, and so I... Th- actually, no, I think I was in the part where I was just wandering, you know, where like you're almost done or whatever, and you're just wandering in the snow like for forever where they like fall or whatever, and... And it just crept out on me, and I had to start all the way from the beginning of that entire snow point. And I was like, F this game. I'm not playing this anymore. I'm going to play something else. Because it was so long, I was like, I can't believe there's not some sort of save point before then. Because once you get the save points, are usually, there's kind of levels in there where like you reach a point where there's like these statues or something, and they, they get bright, and then you connect with these ancestral uh priests or or whatever, something like that. And then it moves on to the next part. Um, the other
1: really weird thing with that game is which also can cause a lot of issues is it's completely online. Oh really? So all those other people That's you're, probably why. So all those other people you're seeing there? Yes. If you if you harass them, you are harassing someone online.
0: Oh okay. Like they're all
1: different players and you ran like, what people have tried to do, some people have succeeded is they keep trying to start the game at the same time so they can have their buddy with them while going. Oh, no way. But it's all randomized, so it's almost impossible to do. Oh, but I didn't know that. Some people have done that uh, before.
0: See, and that's why I finished it and I was like, does this play different every time that you play it? Like, what? what is the point of... Because I think I only got one trophy and that was it and i was like i know there's more than that if you look
1: up the trophies sometimes there are different paths you can take okay or there are certain stunts you have to do to get across oh like one of the bridges you have to do some special task to get across the bridge and uh, it's fun to go in and try those because it basically what it does is adds extra challenges kind of like when uh on the wii u the NES remix where it had all those random different challengers from different NES games uh-huh. so it added like a new element to a game you played over and over again like one of the Super Mario Brother levels it was a snow level so you're slipping all over the place the other one was you were constantly running and you had to... And the only thing you could do is control your jumps, how high. Oh, okay. Because, you know, if you hold down the A button, you go higher. If you tap it, you're not as high. Yeah. And you have to kind of learn how to do that to navigate And it, what would normally be an easy level. Okay. And so that I kind of feel like you get that type of vibe with Journey when you're... When you look up the trophies and try to get those uh, trophies because then you're trying different stunts yeah. as you're going through and then sometimes you hope sometimes someone else will randomly help you there too. Yeah. Because you're with random
0: people. Okay. So yeah, I'll time. probably I'll probably do that then. I'll probably look him, look up the trophies and uh, I mean, I'll probably play it again just to just to try it again and and see how it goes. So yeah. Um, uh it was
1: re- interesting who uh, recommended that one to me uh-huh. I you remember 505 gamer girl yeah yeah uh, one of, the, one, of the, one of the times during uh, our uh, one of the lockdowns I w- was doing the gamers on auction and uh, someone suggested to support her channel and had us all raid in and she was playing that I was like this looks pretty cool Okay. I didn't really want to keep watching her stream because I was like I got I want to experience this for myself. I don't want to see you doing it. Right. But yeah. So uh that caused me to want to go check out the game and it's phenomenal.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's it is a, it's a beauty. It is Are a journey. Are you playing on the
1: PS3 or the PS4? Uh PS4. Yeah. That's the one I would play it on. It was originally a PS3 game, and then they ported it to the PS4.
0: Yeah. So, before that, I was playing Hades, which I've mentioned this before, but I'm, I am was just... I was been super obsessed with it. Uh, I'm almost complete with the game. In fact, I'm at the point where I'm like, I'm trying to 100... I was trying to 100% it before my Xbox Game Pass uh, expired. And so, when I get it back, I, I'll, I'll finish it. But uh, I, I just... That game is just so good because it the story drives you to keep playing, but the gameplay is so different every time that you do a playthrough because you die um, or like if you finish like you because you play the son of Hades Zagreus and you're trying to get out of the underworld. So when you actually do get out, um, it's kind of like and then once it becomes easier, like then they give you the option to make it harder for yourself, but there's perks like you get more, you know, you get, you can collect more stuff, you know, to help you like upgrade or to help you like upgrade your weapons or upgrade your certain stats or whatever and different things, you know? And, uh, so it's, it just continues. It's not just on one level where it's just the story that makes you want to keep playing. You know, there's so many different elements to it that make you want to keep playing it uh, and so, and, and, and it's, it's just so phenomenal. Like I, I was like, I have to own this. I'm guy I have to own a physical copy of this. In fact, I'm like, I'm I have, I should just get it on the opposite system so that I can replay it. Not right away because it is a long game when you play the entirety of it, you know, cause I haven't done, cause there's an epilogue to the story. So like, I haven't reached that epilogue yet. Um, But once I do, I will feel like, hey, I've now completed the entire story in in its entirety. But if I don't get all the achievements, I'll be like, I'm still going to play for the achievements because I just love playing this game. Um, But, and there's, of course, in-game, like, achievements as well, too. Like, you know, kind of like what Nintendo games do and stuff a lot of times. Um, Where, like, it'll help you unlock certain things, you know. Uh, So... So I'm gonna get it for uh, for PlayStation as well. Um, actually, my wife got it for me, and so uh, so so that I at some point when I want to replay it again, I will. I'll put on the PlayStation, you know. So that one's definitely for me a strong buy, strong stream, you know, strong play, whatever. Uh, but like I said, Journey did kind of bug me because it because that time that I think yeah it must have went offline and that's why that happened or something. Um, so I tried some other games that I bought because I'm trying to play all these old PS3 games so that I'm just done with my PS3. So I bought, uh, Bastion, Transistor, and Mark, uh, Mark the Ninja and Psychonauts and Bastion, which is also made by Supergiant Games, which makes Hades, uh, pretty solid, uh, interesting games. Um, uh, I will get back to playing that too. Uh, But I was just trying out. And then Transistor is another one also made by Supergiant Games. And you have, like, this giant sword, but it's a transistor that can talk to you. And then even, like, Bastion, like, it narrates for you as you're playing. So it's like, oh, and they did this, and they found this weapon. And it's just, it's cool the way they did that. But in Transistor, like, there's, like I said, you have a transistor sword, and you can either choose to do it as a um turn based or you can do it as like just um live live action i guess or whatever you know what i mean like Like hack and slash sort of yeah and um it is kind of on a you know grid sort of and, and bastions like that too uh and then mark of the ninja i heard is just like a great ninja stealth game I hate and suck at stealth, so I literally quit that game, didn't even finish the first level because I was like, I suck at this, I'm done, but guess what, what I played, if you like that kind of stuff, was phenomenal, okay, so it's not bad, Psychonauts, Psychonauts 2 came out on Xbox, I wanted to play that, but I was obsessed with Hades, so I didn't play it, but I wanted to play Psychonauts the first one first so it worked out because i'm gonna play psychonauts i like it a lot it's really fun it's really funny it does show its age it's definitely a ps2 game the humor is of its time and stuff but it's still really good and really enjoyable and it makes me even more pumped for psychonauts 2 i'm playing it i'm going like i like this a lot i can't wait to play the next game because this is so much fun um and you finally finished.
1: I finally beat Yakuza Zero.
0: But you're still playing it. You didn't beat yeah. it a hundred percent, right? Like you don't have all the achievements, or or you haven't one hundred percented the everything in the story or whatever. Yeah, right. I'm trying right? to
1: get all the sub stories done. So I'm down to two sub stories, and they're really really hard. Like they're you actually have to face bosses. Yeah. As uh, Kiru and Majima. Mm-hmm. And uh, each one ridiculously hard yes like uh, the guy has a rocket launcher <laughs> <laughs> that he's launching at you and you're having to like avoid rocket launch while trying to attack the guy right who has like more bars of health than any of the bosses you've ever fought in right. the right but I have to admit like the game itself was just great especially the ending uh uh-huh. it was so satisfying oh yeah like, I definitely want to pick up uh, the next series. Uh, <laughs> the next year. series, yeah.
0: Yeah, all of them. Because um, well, we... I'm sure they just get better and better as they go, at least like visually and stuff and gameplay wise.
1: Well, technically, one would be not as good as zero oh, visually, okay. but they did a remake of one. Yeah. That's the one I'll touch is the Kojima. Right. Kiwami. Kiwami, yeah. Kiwami, yeah. yeah, Kiwami 1 and then Kiwami 2 then you go to like 3 4 5 and 6 yeah, so it'd be fun to check those games out and see how they are and then after that check out like a
0: like a dragon, dragon. Okay. that one
1: looks cool i've heard it it's very different since it's turn based but i heard a lot of people liked it
0: i heard it uh, did really well lost judgment is a spin off of, of that series, but plays more like the original yeah. series. So I want to check that out, too. I haven't read the reviews on Lost Judgment, which came out recently, but um, I haven't really heard anything bad. it. So. Yeah, I haven't heard anything bad either. Um, I just wanted to mention some PSN news. It's old news by now, but uh, if you haven't seen it, there's the KOTOR. I think it's going to be a timed... Exclusive on PSN, and it's a remake, not a remaster. So, who was it? it it's some company that did something else that was a, re- a remaster, I think, um, or or a remake, and it was really done well. But uh, it's going to be a remake, so I think, or yeah, it's going to be a remake, not a remaster. So I think it's going to be um, it's supposed to, they're supposed to add elements, so it's going to be better. So Kotor is actually getting a remaster as well. On this Nintendo Switch, which yeah. I'm, I'm like, I gonna get, I should have to get both then, because well, they're gonna play different.
1: Well, it looks really good. gonna be on two consoles, actually. What's that? Switch and Xbox. Oh, okay. But I feel like the Switch one would probably be a little bit better. Yeah. Because uh, the Xbox one feels like it's just a straight sort of the yeah. Xbox game.
0: The Nintendo one looks
1: so good, but the Nintendo one's gonna have some visual yes. upgrades in it, and definitely the one you want to get. If as long as you're not there for the achievements, yeah, that's gonna be the one to get. Because I one's mean, gonna I'm gonna have...
0: buy it, all of them probably, just yeah. so I can play it on everything. But, but visually appealing it. and probably
1: gameplay mechanics wise is probably going to be tighter on the switch.
0: Yeah, we don't know if the re, the remake's going to be good. We're hoping it is. I mean, I'm hoping it is. Um it's a solid it's a solid
1: uh, team team that they have on it so I don't see why it wouldn't be. Yeah.
0: I as long as they don't change too much, you know, if they just make it kind of like I'm kind of hoping like gameplay wise cuz it was turn-based back then, make it more like Final Fantasy, the new Final Fantasy Seven remake. Uh, I'm not saying visually it has to be like as great as that, but yeah. just like gameplay wise, like that you could the way that it was done, I think that would be great.
1: Yeah, possibly. Uh, the only issue I really had with Seven was it's it's a really good game. The remake, it's just the
0: story's different.
1: Not not even that. I just felt like they're kind of dragging the story a little bit in the in the remake to kind of try to make it into like a trilogy or something oh yeah 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 that, that that's really my only complaint everything else was like done really well and they got some good voice actors that really helped bring the characters to life in a new light and yeah they made Cloud a dick which I'm okay with <laughs> cause he was kind of seemed like a dick in the original anyways <laughs> just having the voice there and the actor who portrays him does a good job of really bringing his character out
0: I don't I, I, I say drag it out me personally I don't mind it at all like I loved it I loved it. like side missions all like the stupid stuff And uh, I mean it was stupid but like all the yeah, side the extra crap I, the, the puff stuff yeah the only but, thing uh,
1: I find annoying with it is gonna like if you haven't played it yet I'd wait to have a PS5 to play it Because it seems like they're kind of going to screw you over if you don't have the PS5 version of the game.
0: Yeah, well, you get more. Uh, The other thing I wanted to mention was the Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine teasers. Like, oh my gosh. I really hope that in the next Spider-Man, and this is what I'm expecting, because have you played Spider-Man? A little bit of it. Okay. Well, the biggest complaints about Spider-Man was that The Mary Jane parts and that the Miles parts really slowed the game down. Because you play as Miles, no powers. And you play as Mary Jane, of course no powers, right? And I didn't mind it because I like pacing to be touch and go. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... When it's non-stop. And and it kind of depends on how you play anyways. But I'm really hoping that what they're going to do in this is that you transition between Spider-Man Peter... Spider Man Miles, Venom. But we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. At least transition between Spider Miles and Spider Peter. So I'll be happy enough with that personally. So, yeah. But we are going to get Craven. And, uh, well, we already had Electro, but like Craven for sure. And Venom. So I, I think you'd have to introduce Venom as a villain first. Or like someone you go against before you can play as them. Because it was kind of like Maximum Carnage, right? Where you, play, you played as Spider-Man. And then later you could play as Carnage. And then, I mean not Carnage, but as Venom. And then who did, if you could choose one or two, which one would you rather be? Venom. Right! So, you yeah. I can't like start that way. You know, you have to be later in the game. Because if you get the choice to pick one of three, you you may pick Venom instead. Just because it's... It might be more fun, you know? Miles
1: does have some advantages, too. He can go
0: invisible, and he has the Venom
1: Blast. That Venom Blast could be very useful. Yeah. I I imagine that could really mess up a symbiote. Oh, for sure. And just, like, if you're going against Carnage... Yeah. You could, like, do a Venom Blast, and that would probably throw him off long enough to get some hits in and really... The person, so that the symbiote has to work on healing
0: uh, Cletus instead of attacking you. Yeah. So, I just want to mention that. So that's it. That's it for us. Unless you have anything, you have anything else? No, I think that's everything. Okay, cool. So uh, make sure you check all of our stuff out at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Gmail, Hotmail, whatever. We're all there at the TNTM the show. So talk to you to me and. Stay nerdy, planet Earth. you for listening.